Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. It is here. It is Black Friday. This week only, ending on Friday, November 25th, is our flash sale, our Black Friday sale for our Grilled Free Squad. Learn all about it at levelupatina.com. You can follow the link there on the homepage. You can also find it on Instagram or Facebook. Link to levelupatina.com to get your Guilt Free Squad Black Friday sale. Give the whole year for only $584. It's 100 bucks off. It's a deal. You have a daily group chat with the Guilt Free Squad. If you want to partake daily, there's a monthly meeting. The content is incredible. This is a group of like-minded women that love being in community together. You have to join this network. Why? Because your network improves your net worth, but more than that, your self-esteem and your sense of belonging, and you have a think group of amazing women. The Guilt-Free Squad is incredible. Check out the reviews also at leveluplatina.com or on our Instagram at leveluplatina. And until then, get your deal, get it this week, and now on to the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Level La Platina podcast. This is episode 178. Well done, mujeres, well done. So today we're going to be talking about relationships and more in particular, professional relationships and how exactly they have helped us out or really we've developed them and grown them to be beneficial to us in our professional worlds and helping us grow. So we're going to go ahead and talk about that today. I mean, relationships in the profession in your professional life are really essential. I know that this, you know, we've been talking about our just like different topics weekly. And I feel that with work wise and career wise, when it comes to relationships, those are the things that kind of help, um, really mold your your career in let's say in a particular workplace in in where like where you're at and it helps kind of build to where you're going to be headed like not be headed as in <laughs> mucho la cabeza, but like where you're headed as a as a professional talking about what will be a topic and i'm like what has been the the the, the greatest thing that we've gained from having yeah. these professional relationships so I, I'll kick it off, you know, for me has been like, it opened opportunities for me in the sense of like, when I got let go of my job, my first job at um, Enterprise, like one of the, having those relationships with the local, you know, businesses that I had been, you know, marketing constantly and, you know, being able to gr grow relationships with other people at other businesses and they saw how I worked, that opened the door for my job. One of my, I think it was like my second job after leaving Enterprise because the person was like, hey, I heard you're no longer there. But it took a while for them to, you know, find out. They just knew that with Enterprise, we used to move around a lot. You would get promoted to a new store. And then you had to kind of rebuild relationships constantly. So you became like a relationship guru when it came to marketing and bringing business into your office with either, it was always like either insurance agents, local body shops, dealerships. So you were constantly like out there, like putting yourself out there. So when you visited these locations, these places, you needed to be like, quick and easy like re relatable and know how to fix a problem know how to be re like be able to easily be reached by these people you're marketing so one of those like was visiting the dealership often when he found out that i was no longer there and i was in transition trying to you know leave the work leave uh one particular job and go into something else he reached out and he's like hey i would love for you to come and work with me and help me grow this part of my business and i think you'd be a great fit for it and it was perfect. It just worked out for me because that person knew how I was 
when it came down my, in my professional self and what I was able to accomplish, how I was able to relate and bring my team along, grow and develop a department. So I feel that that really helped me in my next step when I was trying to find that next job or trying to, you know, it was still within the car industry, but it was not, you know, it was a, kind of like a segue out because it was more like the business aspect of it, the behind the scenes. So for me, that was really essential because I, I didn't have that big stress of having to like, where do I start in finding a new job? It was more like it came to me because of the experience and the, and the knowledge. And not only that, but the relationship that I had with this person and in the way in, in it was a professional relationship, working relationship that really helped me get that next job. So with you ladies, what has been one of the best things that has come from growing and developing a professional relationship? For me, some of the big things that are themes for the business relationships that I have had and gosh, like a almost 20 year career would be mindset. Like I've, I've always kind of looked up to people who were at a place where I wanted to be and what was their mindset? What were their habits? What were they doing that I wasn't doing? So early in my life, like when I was trying to do sales, part of that whole structure, because it was like multi-level marketing was to put you in front of people that had made the money or built the teams or had the sales. And I remember those were the few first connections where I was like, man, these people are so smart. They're so wise. They're doing so much. And it didn't matter if they had accents. It didn't matter if they were immigrants to this country, young, old, male, female. I just remember being really empowered. And I look back at that time in my life, and I've probably said this before, but sales was really hard. So that wasn't necessarily easy to do. It taught me how to be a good saleswoman, thank God. But the relationships taught me to think like a business owner before I was a business owner. And it taught me to lead before I knew that I could be a leader at an organization. So this is well before my career now leading and being in the nonprofit space. But those were the initial business connections that I had. But then when I look forward to like years later, like when I first became CEO, the first thing I did was join like these classes and be around other CEOs and learn from them. And it gave me so much confidence because I was like, okay, they know what they're doing. They are already raising money. They already have big teams. Like what do I need to learn from them? So it was very cool to use it as like a learning, learn their skills, learn their mindset, and then grow your confidence because you're around these connections. And then today I flash forward and I was trying to think about like, how do we have them now in present day? It's our podcast. Like our podcast puts us in front of so many incredible women. There's so many connections, so many walks of life, so many women that do different things. The guest that we just had, like 15 minutes ago, like, it's like, wow, she's so wonderful and herself and refreshing. And She's like a social media influencer, content creator, but actually she's a Latina in tech. Like how freaking cool is that, right? So the connections that we have today continue to be like a source of growing our mindsets of what's possible, but also growing our skills. We learn from these people and we get inspired by them and we relate to them. We were talking about the guests and how she's so freaking relatable. So these connections, those business connections go beyond like learning the skills of business. It's like learning how to live life, learning how to think about business, learning how to persevere and work hard. So I can think about those three stages in my life and the people that I looked up to, I was definitely learning a lot from. Uh, I think for me, este, Irene, thank you for kind of putting it in those three segments because they remind me, I was only focused like the last 10 years. Um, like the last 10 years, I was thinking, okay, my, my legal career started 10 years ago, um, or I, I guess not my legal career, because my legal career started way before that. But uh, my lawyer career, I turned uh, 10 as a lawyer this December. Gracias. Felicidades. El 3 de diciembre. I'm like looking at my little certificate over here. Pero si el 3 de diciembre. So I was Yay. like focused on that when I thought about 
today's topic, but I, you made me remember like way back. So way back, like my first, I feel like, I guess professional job that took me a, a little bit out of my, outside my comfort zone was when I was an intern at the visitor center at UCSB. And yeah, and those the there connections that I made there, uh, you know, made me get out of my comfort zone. Like I used to do presentations to high schoolers and do the whole backward walk when I used to give tours to parents. And I was so proud to show them our school and so proud to be able to do it in Spanish with, you know, when, when students would visit with their parents and, you know, incoming students or, or students that were considering applying to UCSB. So I was so proud to say like, I'm, this is me. I am here. I'm a student here. I think, yeah, I think I was, yeah, I was a senior then. And this could be you too. And we speak the language and, you know, like your parents can understand and your parents could feel comfortable. Um, anyway, I'm say sharing all this because that group of, 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 of mentors that I had there, um, you know, Katya and Gina, like I'm still friends with them to this day. I don't see them often, you know, but we're friends That's on Facebook. Beautiful. And the last time we went to UCSB, like we met up with Gina, you know, and we had, I hadn't seen her probably like in 20 years. I'm, I'm exaggerating, but it just, it felt like that. But those women uh, were, were, you know, women of color that are very, that were very inspiring. And I looked up to them and, you know, I was a young college student and I felt that because of their their teachings and the way they made me feel I knew that when I was stepped out into the real world world after college I, I was going to be okay but I didn't realize that until you know until later on in life and then right now that reminded me um and then in 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 my legal career I've always been, and this was harder, you know, at the beginning because I was like, there was very few people that looked like me in my, in my, um, in my former law firm and, you know, all the lawyers were white. I was the only Latina. So it took a while, but I, I, I slowly but surely became more authentic. And I've, even though I'm not in that firm anymore, I still maintain those relationships and I nurture them. Like I call people up, we get together and I, sometimes I use them as, uh, you know, my former colleagues and friends, I use them as sounding boards when I am encountering something, when I want tips on something, or when I'm trying to find a lawyer in another field that I don't practice. Like I've, you know, I've, I've, I needed to find a lawyer about, you know, for bankruptcy to refer a family member and like, I, I can always just pick up the phone and call one of my former colleagues and my boss, in fact, and like, hey, this is going on. This is how I see it. What do you think? You know, and and because I've maintained those relationships, I feel comfortable doing that, just picking up the phone and hey, you know, this is going on. I don't know that area of law, but can you help me think of who might be or let's think about this together? Like this is the way I see it. Can we can we chat further? Um, and then now with our podcast, the same, like the same thing that you were saying, Irene, that because of our podcast, we are connected to so many women and so many people um, in different fields. And personally, I, I felt that establishing those relationships and reaching out to people to be on our podcast and even speaking during the podcast has made me a much better speaker. I'm more comfortable talking to people and really telling them what, you know, we're, what we're all about. Like, this is who we are. This is our podcast. The, the purpose of our podcast is to highlight our voices, to 
you know, bring awareness to who we are as Latinas first gen and we are leveling up, but we want to level up together. We want to like, you know, bring people up that are in similar shoes or have similar cultures and are going through the similar things that we've gone within our own journey. Um, so I think each phase is important. Each phase has taught me different things and each phase has, um, yeah, taught me different aspects, you know, of, of it, that still help me to this day in my career, in my career as a coach, in my career as a podcaster, in my career as a lawyer, and even as a mom. So trippy because like you said, Ceci, that until Irene kind of put it, broke it down into like three different areas or three different points in her life to how she grew into becoming the leader that she is now, that when we're younger, we don't think of those relationships by thinking like these are professional relationships. They're just people that we're encountering in life. When we were in Santa Barbara, you know, we were aparte de ser partes de Hermanas Unidas, we were all really involved in different aspects of the college life. You know, um, you were giving tours doing the moonwalk, you know, and <laughs> I think you should change it to the, not the backwards walk, the but do the, walk. doing the moonwalk as you gave your tours. <laughs> yeah. Because it's technically walking yeah. backwards, con uh, style, con <laughs> style. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, I, um, I was a resident assistant. I was also part of the EOP program. I did, you know, was a, an, an advisor through the PODS program. So I was heavily involved with student affairs también and made relationships with professors and like people that, you know, the, some of the f faculty at our campus. And, and I kind of lost the touch once I graduated. I really, you know, didn't keep in touch with a lot of those people that were like my mentors that I could say that really helped guide guide me through college, that kept me there, kept me echandole ganas, you know. Um, like we have, we had so many great people to look up to, you know, like, you know, we had Melinda, you know, we had uh, the EOP, all the people there, like Lupe, you know, we had Ozzy. I don't know if you guys remember them, but like these are just amazing people that were there to help, you know, first generations or Latinos or people that felt like they couldn't identify easily with the campus. So I didn't think of it then like, oh, I'm building these relationships, these professional relationships that at one point I could possibly, you know, reach out to. But they were helping us, molding us into these little beings on how to really carry ourselves and, and develop those friendships and not friendships in particular, but relationships on how to talk with, you know, leaders in the community, how to talk to leaders within your organization, within within your campus. So another one that was a great person that I, I really admired was Britt Andriata. She's now a PhD and she writes like amazing articles. She has works for this amazing company that talks about emotional intelligence and how to really, you know, get your people to, you know, want to take ownership within what they're doing in their in their companies and organizations. And she goes and talks to companies and organizations on how to do that. And part of that is being able to have leaders. And Irene, I know you know it's key that leadership is able to understand what their team is going through and help bring them up and create that ownership, create that buy-in to want them to be good, like, you know, great employees in a sense, right? So we don't think of it then. So if anyone's listening to the podcast and you're still in college or you're still like starting off your entry level, it is so essential to build these relationships with the people that are willing to give you that time to train you, to teach you, to develop you and ask those questions and keep in touch. Let's say you do go to another company and you need referrals. These people are great for that because they've seen where you started and what you've become. And they most of the time can see your potential as well. And they will support you. So these people are there not only to give you like that pat on the back and, and cheer you forward, but also give you advice and say, like, hey, you have these key things that you're really good at. Maybe you should look into those and it helps you grow. So thanks, Irene, for putting into perspective that way. 
um, for us because if you're young, start building those relationships because you never know when you might need someone as well or later on, they need you, you know, in the sense of, hey, do you know anyone? Are you interested in this kind of opportunity? Because it opens doors not just for you, but for the people around you. Um, but in this sense, like I want to, I kind of want to pick Irene's brain in the leadership aspect. I know you, you, you are the CEO of your nonprofit organization. Like what is one key thing that has helped you in building those relationships to like reach a goal, like as a team for you? I think one of the, the key things, great question, Veto, would be to, cause if folks are listening to this, maybe they're thinking like, I don't even know where to start. Like, I don't know who my business contacts are. So we put it at the sense of like, Who's your teacher now? Like who's around you now? Who do you admire? I love that someone brought up a professor because I have a professor that I'm still close to and I love. And he just checked in with me the other day on social media. God, social media is a game changer. Use that tool. But today, if I flash forward to my life today, the way I feel like I've been able to maintain or even start relationships is to try to really bring my real self to them. All of who I truly genuinely am, because sometimes we're trying to make a connection with people, but we don't connect because we're not fully ourselves for whatever the reason. Like maybe you feel imposter syndrome, maybe you feel prejudiced, maybe you feel limited, like whatever your reason for not being able to connect, like you're going to continue to not connect if you're not really ever feeling like you can be yourself. So in my organization, we really celebrate strengths. What are they? And areas of growth. And in my coaching, I do that with my clients really celebrating what their gifts are so they're not so focused on their shortcomings and then leading with their gifts to make connections and to meet people and to just jive with people and connect with people so at the organization that i'm at now like we're really always trying to pull the best from every single person and then feel connected by that so i can often speak to like what i get as feedback about myself my team whether they're those that work for me or whether they're those that lead me. So like the board of directors, past and present, the past I still stay connected to, which I love. Um, that's another way to have connections. Like just because someone moves on from a company, it doesn't mean they're no longer your connection. Like stay connected to them. But my team often says to me that I have this energy about me and I have this like spirit about me. So when I'm in the room or when I'm connecting with a parent or when I'm connecting with a student, I just, I don't know any other way but to be like, jovial and fun and high spirited. That's what my sorority uses, like high spirited. We're full of high spirits. So that's great. But then I have another person on the team that could be very thoughtful and they connect because they'll remember your birthday. They will know when you're sick and they'll bring you tea. Like they're the gentle ones or there's someone else on the team that all they do is make people laugh and they're humorous and everyone gravitates toward them and they love them in that way. So connections I think are built by being really who you are and celebrating people's strengths. So a lot of the old connections that I've made, I just remember like, who are they? Um, what do they bring? What do they give? So one example is like, Ceci was talking about her lawyer contact. One of my previous board presidents was a human resources attorney. So I always have a human resources attorney to turn to. Like always, it gives me this added like confidence and I don't know what the heck I'm doing here. And just like you said, Ceci, like call him and, and he supports me. But before, like he just happens to be on our board. He just happened to be the president. He wore more of a hat, like sort of being my mentor and my boss. Now he's definitely my lawyer friend. <laughs> he gives me so much great advice. So business relationships change. And I think the best way to make them is like take inventory about what you are and what they are and try to make it mutually beneficial. What's in it for them? What's in it for you? Because business relationships are transactional, right? It's not just give me, give me, give me, take, 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 student, student, I'm learning. It's really, you have something to bring too. Like yeah. you have something to bring too. So early on to me, I was like, 
one of the only Latina voices in the room. That was valuable. Like my board looked to me like, what do you think? You're the only one that actually gets it serving all these Latinos. And that's like, wow. You're like you I'm are, are you're actually very important too? here. You are key to the success here. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> my strategy. Yeah. Let me give you my strategy. So it's very cool to then give yourself your place. Like, oh, they need what I bring. I need what they bring. And it's mutual. And so that's what we're trying to do always in my office. In fact, next month, we're going to we're gonna probably save it till January, have a big old presentation on our strengths and strength finders. And the board just did it. We like to do it and re-up. And it's been seven years since I've done it. And like my teammate, seven years as well. And there's new people. The board has changed. So we're going to look at, at a grid and we're going to have all of our strengths there. And we're going to focus on who's the network in the room, who's the strategic thinker in the room, who's the pusher and the driver in the room. Um, and let's use each other and support each other. And so then we are forcing business connections. We're forcing strategic connection because we're looking at our strengths. So those are some of the tips that we use at my office and we don't get it perfect. Sometimes we totally get it wrong and we piss off some business connections and they're gone forever. So <laughs> careful of relationships, take care of them. <laughs> yeah, no, I like what you're saying. You know, sometimes you need to reach out to those people. There's like a random aunt, uh, but uh, reach to those people that, Oh, I thought you meant like reach out to a random well, aunt. Yeah. I was like, no, it was a random that's aunt on your desk. Too. I was like, yeah, I guess I'm going <laughs> yeah, that might have no, some no, no. knowledge about tamales and how yeah, I should make too, better tamales and, and that, sell them. Too. And that's business. No, pero de, de como ahorita, like recently, like I, we, I reached out to, a, a, you know, a, a mutual friend of our, all of ours that, you know, really knows real estate. Like she knows her shit so well. And like, I fully trust her and, you know, like, okay, what's the game plan here? And, um, you know, to help my, my family essentially. And so I fully trust and and value and so when my family member approached me and said hey this is going on i was like i don't know anything about that but i i know someone that does and she speaks spanish so here you go connect them and and then you know we go from there and then vice versa then this person asked me recently like oh my god there's this document that i need to file with the court like what do you know like do you do you know what this is i'm like yep and that's very simple so just send me the info y te lo hago you know like así de rápido because por, por la amistad and because the way i i trust her uh, her knowledge in 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 you know the real the realtor world like igual you know like también me, me preguntó a mí because se te con confianza like all right this is a legal document what the hell i'm like Girl, don't even worry about it. Mándame la información. I'll just plug it in because it's something very, very simple and I'll draft it for you. You're like, uh, done. Consider it I know my, done para cuando lo necesitas. No más dime para cuando lo necesitas because it's not, I mean, I can't do it right now, but it's not, it doesn't take me that long, you know? But anyway, that, I'm saying all that to say that, you know, it's important to nurture those relationships and know like who, who you know, quien sabe de esto, quien sabe de esto and to feel comfortable enough to like pick up the phone and say you know what that's not my area of expertise but i know you're it, it's yours you know so give me a seat for that you know eventually down the road like money is best spent on what's going to help you and you may feel like i don't know i don't know mm -hmm. anything about this i don't know anyone who knows anything about this social media is beautiful because it keeps us together but you may not be super duper comfortable so then you have to go out there and look for the the hire the contract employee the coach like you may have to hire mm -hmm. someone who's been there, done that, that, that it's their job now to teach you and to help you like more expensive. And there's a resource to invest, but it's always worth it. It always comes back. Of course, I'm going to think that, but I do think that sometimes business connections, you pay to play for a little while and then they become your organic friends and they turn to you. I have a lot of former clients. We stay in touch. They come to me for advice. They're no longer my clients. We now interact more like peers and they know that I have an expertise because it's something they've been working on and now I get to just indirectly coach them and that's beautiful but for a while they had to pay. Y si también. 
And it, it takes time to build, yeah, it takes time to build those relationships. Like, it's beautiful to be able to keep in contact with people that have trusted you with their growth and they see the value in what you bring. And some people continue to pay and some people are like, I think that my growth with you has reached a peak. However, I still value your opinion. Do you mind sharing that with me? So, Ceci, you mentioned something about nurturing relationships and professional relationships. Many times when we're looking to possibly transition or pivot or, or make a change in our careers, um, some people are afraid to be like, oh my God, I, I, I know this person, but I haven't really maintained that relationship. How do I reach out? What do I do? So you said nurturing. What are maybe some key like pointers that you might want to give someone that says like, how would I nurture this relationship? So when the day comes that I might need need to ask or put myself out there, like how, how can I go about that? I think uh, just checking in with those people once in a while. Uh, that's what I tend to do. Just checking in like, or even like during you know Christmas time, like sending a Christmas card, like hey, this is this is us. Here we are, um, and just checking in, you know, with my former colleagues. I try to do that. Um, we have like a uh, no, we don't have a group text message. I I, I text message uh, them separately, randomly. Like if I re remember their birthday, randomly, like oh happy birthday, you know. Um, this past weekend or Friday, I was gonna, I was supposed to check in and chat with my former boss, uh, and I forgot it was a holiday. And I said, "Oh, Bob, you know, we can chat on Monday, perhaps." And I remembered randomly that it's his wife's birthday, and I was like, "Oh, by the way, happy birthday!" You know, and you know, I, I remember it because she's a fellow Scorpio, so me acordé. So things like that, and even with my other friend Kevin, like I'll message him once in a blue moon, he'll message me if he's in the area, like for work or whatever, when I'm in the office in the mission, he'll ask like, Hey, are you, are you in the office? Like, let's, let's do lunch. Okay. Yeah. Let's do lunch. Um, we're, we've been planning a double date the entire year, but it hasn't happened. But th so things like that, just, you know, like the social, the social part of being, you know, friends, but also like, I mean, being like, um, business connections, but also like, a little bit of social there, like checking in um, throughout the year, not just when you know when when you need something. Um, making making plans to see each other physically. Uh, let's go have a coffee. Let's go have a drink, and not necessarily to talk business, but just to check in with each other. Like, how's work going? How's the family? Things like that. I think I think that keeps it real because everybody's living their life as a, not just handling business and not just going through their career, but life is happening at the same time. So checking in with those people is very important. I'd say. That's awesome. Irene, ¿tú qué piensas? What would be some of your pointers to nurture that relationship? I love how Ceci said, send a card. I think that's always really sweet to stop and write down a card. I was literally thinking earlier, like, oh, I got to send Christmas cards to all the people that I just mentioned right now. <laughs> like literally a Christmas card and write on it. But I think another way to really stay connected to people is to think of them in those moments when you want to have them around, like invite them. Like I have a lot of previous connections where I invite them every single year to like the same function. And whether they come, they come. If they don't, they don't. But they know what the function's about. They loved it. It used to bring them joy. And every single year I say, you know, I've got a comp seat for you. You know, there's a few handful that it's like, I want to bring them back. And they may take me up on and they may come. And that's really great. Or I'll invite them to lunch. And then vice versa. Sometimes they invite me to lunch and we just catch up. Like boards that I've set on before. I try to stay in touch with those uh, leaders there and, and hang out with them at least once a year, once every two years, like try to get together for a meal, cheer each other on, ask about each other's kids. So the best way to nurture, I think, is to really get in front of folks. And we know that with our friends, like we know that with our friends, so just treat, 
business contacts like you treat your friends. I have two sorority sisters that joined the sorority when I did and we're in touch behind the scenes and you wouldn't be able to tell from like our social media and our lives and we all live in different places. Always talk about having a trip together and we've done a trip together before and behind the scenes we're planning that and how you cultivate friendship with people that you've known for 20 years is how you cultivate business relationships. Trying to do your best to get together, to call, to be in each other's lives, I think really cultivates it. So I try to remember to do that and sometimes it's just a random text message or it's a random message on instagram we're just so fortunate we're the generation that has linkedin we're the generation that is all over social media like use that use that to just drop someone a hello you know that's the tip of the day today think of those people that were in your life that brought value that you're like wow that was a business connection and don't ask them for anything just check in on them just thank them for what they did maybe they don't realize that they were huge and they changed your life and you couldn't have done what you've done without them i had these donors that years ago um, were in touch with me about something unrelated and they were talking about a scholarship and you know we do the thing where you chit chat in an email and you share about your lives or ask about your lives and with them i always say like how are you and how do you like living where you moved to and i always think of you fondly and the years that you taught me so much like i always say the same thing to that couple and they're probably like we've heard it a million times like she's so grateful for the stuff that we did for her when she was learning and growing up and coming up in the business but i'm going to take that opportunity that email that random connection to share thanks because sometimes just not asking for something cultivates not sometimes that's really a strategy in the nonprofit world you know touch points matter but mm -hmm. the touch point can't always be like i need something again i need something i need something like drop by to say thank you drop by to share good news drop by to ask about their lives or share about your lives and every once in a while then you drop in a can i get this too can i have this can you help me can you donate can you show up at an event i need you so cultivation is more than just a transaction of you receiving and you alone. It's about you giving, always giving and being grateful and being present for the, that moment and those people in your life. So I guess, Irene, you can also say that even though business relationships tend to be transactional, we can make it more interaction, more of a let's go a little bit deeper. Let's, you know, show true, genuine interest for these people, especially the ones that have helped us along our careers and our paths in your case, in the nonprofit world, Ceci, in the lawyer world, for me, it was, you know, corporate leadership and corporate and business operations, like those people that really helped us out. I mean, we know we carry them in our hearts, we carry them in our minds. And when we make certain decisions, I know there was a point for me that would say, like, what would this person do? And it really helps, you know, to um, move us forward professionally and become better leaders, become better, like employers and employees, you know. Um, like Irene, I think you said right now, she's like, Dude, I, I led by your board, but you're also lead your team, right? So in a sense, become good leaders. And not only that, allow ourselves to be led as well when the time comes. So I think we've shared some really good nuggets today. Um, for me, I'm going to go off and say that I, what Irene mentioned, what Ceci mentioned is nurture your, your relationships. Be thankful for those people that have really influenced you professionally. Take the time to thank them. Take the time to reach out and and come up with, a, you know, let them know about a particular time that it was. You know, I, I feel that when they know that, they know that at least the time that they put into you, they're not maybe expecting anything in return, but at least they know that you are grateful for that. And it's really hard to come across people that are willing to do it so genuinely and want to see us grow and succeed and be the best that we can be. Can I take you up on that advice and do something on the podcast right now with go that in it. mind? No, go for it. So I, I'm going to give a little shout out to somebody that we all know. 
um, Elisa Lerma. We all knew her in college and she started Hermanas Unidas with you. She's my comadre, my OG comadre of all comadres. She and I were bloggers together right before I went on my trip and she was like the easiest person to talk to, to work with, to mother with. Like she had her babies and I had my babies and they were the same age and we just bonded over that. And there was never a tough talk. There was never a hard moment. It was always easy with she and I, like easy, easy, easy. And looking back on it, she knew so much. Like I didn't know. And she just taught me indirectly so many things. And I was just happy to be there and looking up at her. And from the outside looking in, you might think, wow, they're really good at XYZ. No, girl taught me. She taught me how to blog. She taught me how to use Google Calendar, what changed my office. My whole office uses Google Calendar to this day. She was like the one teaching me how to charge people and close them so they would pay for our blog posts. Like she was an the ultimate teacher. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. And I was just writing, writing. She was like, I like the way you write and do this and do that. And I was like taught so much by her. And she was also the most consistent person I knew. Like I was like, gosh, Elisa, I know you're going to hear this. Like I took it for granted. And I don't even know that I took it for granted. Like it was a beautiful time in my life. And thank you. Thank you for being consistent. Thank you for being so smart. Thank you for being so loving. Thank you for venting. I would vent about my husband. You would vent about yours. You would vent about the kids. Like it was such a beautiful relationship. And the blog itself just kind of naturally, we went from posting every day to posting a couple times a day to having themes to not really posting. I was traveling and she was really supportive of me traveling, which was so great. But anyway, she was someone that I know supports us now. You all know her. She was in our life in college and I wanted her to hear this and hear, she knows how I feel about her, but I wanted to put it here and have it here and have it in a podcast and have her listen to it. And she's still that person to this day, like for people and involved with people and we connect and we talk and it's always really beautiful. And we are each other's business connection, but it goes beyond that. We are each other's comadres. And I'm going to wrap with this. We were writing something on a blog once and we talked about like a comadre doesn't have to actually be your comadre. Like you can love someone like a comadre and nobody did anything to become comadres with the church or at a wedding. And we were like, you know what? That's right, huh? You're my comadre, coma, coma, coma. And it was like to this day, we did eventually become comadres. Like she was in my wedding and I was her daughter's like first communion because he wanted to make it official. But that kind of love, like the word comadre doesn't even exist in English. It's like co-parent, co-mom. Like, so you know when you're Latino, like what comadre means, what compadre means. And like, I feel it. I feel it with her. Like it organically came up and we were like, somos comadres. Si, somos chingonas, you know? Like, and I use those things. She doesn't. She speaks usually in English. And yeah, we've been comadres to this day. We made it official and it goes beyond a business relationship. And boy, did I learn. And boy, am I grateful. And so think about those people right now. Think about who you feel was like, that girl was my comadre and I didn't even know it. She was my office mate. She was my first professor that looked like me. She was my neighbor. My mom wasn't very motherly, but she was. You know, people in your life that were your first mama. Maybe it wasn't your mama. They were your first boss. And maybe they were just a supervisor. Your boss sucked. Thank those people. And I'm thanking you, Elisa Lerma, on the show. Oh, that's beautiful. Mama, you heard that. I know Vero knows what I feel. Vero worked with her yeah, before. I worked with you know her very close. Yeah, much love to her. She's an amazing woman. Amazing, amazing woman. And she has like, I don't think I know anyone else like her at all. No, I don't no. know anyone else like Elisa. Her parents are incredible. So I think she's just got this incredible just story and journey. She's mm-hmm. so close to her family. It's like yeah. so admirable, right? It doesn't have to be about business. Like what It's a way beautiful. Of life. But yeah, I think that's great. Thank you for thanking Elisa. Thank you for thanking Elisa because she is an amazing person. And so everyone out there, get the inspiration to reach out to those people that have really helped you become or realize things in life that you wouldn't have realized before. And sometimes it takes a little while to recognize it. Aww. Aww. My last text from her, I was about to tell her I love her and I was talking about her and it's like, 
me love you forever. And she's got a Vans t-shirt. <laughs> of course she does. Of course she would. Style. Of course she would. Of course. But yeah, so just like that, reach out to those people that have really made a, made a difference in your life professionally. In this particular podcast, we're talking about professional relationships and, and those people that have been essential to really you know, contributing to becoming the professional that you are. But if there are others people that, you know, also kind of blend in and there's this um, mixture of professional and personal love there and, and growth and development from them, also reach out to them and think, you know, you know what, I love you as a friend, but I also love you for teaching me X, Y, and Z. And with that, I'm also very grateful to have amazing women on this podcast with me as a, as co-hosts. Ceci and and you both are very inspirational. I know I've told you before, and sometimes we take each other for granted. And I want you to know that I value both so much. I thank you too for keeping me consistent. Um, when life gets hectic, you both are very great, reliable, amazing women that I can turn to. So thank you so much. Se cuidan mucho. If you guys want to continue the conversation, want more ideas or talk about professional relationships, hit us up. You can always find us on Instagram or Facebook at Level La Platina. You can also go to our website, levelolaplatina.com to find out all about us, our services, what we provide, all that good stuff. Listen to our podcast, subscribe, review. If you want to talk about your business with us, you know, Latina Equal Pay Day is coming up. Let's, you know, if any Latina-owned business out there that wants to put their name on our show and support us, we support you. You support us. We'll do it together. We are Latinas. Let's make sure we get paid. So let's, you know, hit us up we can all we would love to have you uh, as a sponsor or have you know just do a podcast shout out to your to your business um you can find that information on our website as well leveloplatina.com so thank you so much today um ceci rene las quiero un chingo que you ladies are killing with the podcast besitos